Welcome. Testing, testing. Episode 1.1. <laughs> Parental Advisory. Where all parents come for advice about raising tiny humans. I'm Neil Stewart. This is Marissa Stewart. Hi. We're here and we're ready to clear. We're just here hanging out in bed as we uh, usually do every night. And uh, this is the time we kind of sit and re- you know go through our day. And so we've been having a chat about the kids, about what we did today, things that we're going to do better tomorrow. So should we continue our, dis- well, start a discussion, really? The topic of the evening has been <clears throat> about uh, our, our son being a very good helper. Um, start of the day, he insisted on starting by getting a load of laundry done. Mind you, he's five. So I was reminiscing on how proud I was of him this morning and how I didn't want to get any laundry started, but he insisted. Mm-hmm. And anyway, kept prodding and we did a load of laundry. It was great. Um, and that spurred us into a conversation about how helpful um, helpful he is in general mm-hmm. and how much we appreciate that and how to nurture that. And so... And, and uh, I'll say, I know you mentioned this morning and you, you kind of sounded surprised that he wanted to do some laundry. And what I had mentioned was, well, the day before he saw me do laundry and he followed me into the laundry room and he asked me what I was doing. And, um, most days I'm usually just trying to rush through and get things done. And when he asks, you know, I'm just trying to get it done. I want to get it my way. I don't want to get it perfect. And I say, no, not right now. Um, but the other day I said, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, I was feeling a little extra patient. And so I poured the soap into the cups and I let him put it into the washing machine and he felt really accomplished. And the same thing followed that day with making breakfast. He helped with the pancakes and pouring the batter in. Um, needless to say, they were not, they were not perfect pancakes, but they were his pancakes. And he was really proud of himself when he flipped the pancakes and made his own creation. He was really proud of himself. He also helped me, uh, sew a pair of pants for him. So those things don't come out of nowhere. Those things come by, come from us modeling those kinds of behaviors. So he didn't just out of the blue decide he was going to do those things. He, he did them because he saw me do them or you thinks he does. So he's modeling our behavior. And right. I think that's I think that's super important. So many times we try to put on a TV show or let our kids, you know, play a video game, which our, Zone kids, out. our kids don't really play video games. But um, I know a lot of parents, they'll try to distract their child so they can get things done. Just get it done. Yeah. And that is at the root of uh, kind of a, 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 a problem with the younger generations and things is they they had all these these distractions don't get us wrong though we have been known to put on a show or two to let them kind of you know zone out who doesn't if you if you've never done it before i don't believe you um but we do (laughs) 
but we do try to be as mindful as possible with our kids. And lately, um, we've been extra mindful about that, and we are seeing some positive changes. Definitely. The value in just turning off the technology mm. for everyone. It rules our world. The rule, the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that technology, it just it's such a addictive, like, designed distraction. Mm-hmm. All of the commercials have psychologists studying how they can, you know, pique your interest. And all these TV shows have studied how they can make you addicted to wanting more of it. And so overall, yeah, it's a distraction. It's mind control. That's what it is. <laughs> and mind control, definitely influence. It's definitely created. <laughs> Brain to brainwashing people. Yeah, whatever. It, it's all the same. Turn you into consumer. Yeah, they're they're trying to condition you to have a specific response. So that's the 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 underlying benefit of having them turn off the technology. But the other like main benefit that we just love and cherish so much is them participating in whatever we're doing, whether that is making dinner, whether that's cleaning our cars, whether that's, you know, doing the laundry and folding it and bringing them up to their room or, you know, uh, running the dishwasher, putting that away. But just that engagement and trust me, we have four kids, you know, we're, we're busy, um, busy, busy parents as it is, but just that, you know, giving five extra minutes to something that would take, you know, 20 minutes and letting it take 25 minutes. So you can include, uh, include your children in that pays dividends. You know, they're going to know how to do laundry, you know, before they go, you know, off to college or whatever. Ideally, I don't, I, I think our, our everybody... nine year old can make her own breakfast. She makes scrambled eggs better than, than anybody I know. <laughs> she can make her own breakfast. And she often makes it not just for herself, but, but for she, everybody. Right. And she's very proud. She'll, she loves to make food for everybody. She loves to, we go to my sister's house and she makes the mac and cheese for all the kids and plates it. And that's because we've shown her how, but the thing about, it's easy to say, you know, just let your kids do things. But I think that you do have to co- go in and be realistic and know that kids are obviously not going to do things um, the right way or your way. And so you have to go with an, a little bit of extra patience and realize that you're doing it for them. And because um, I've noticed um, sometimes I would get kind of short with my kids if they didn't do something correct. And this, the second I get upset or um, lose a little bit of my patience, the fun is gone and then they don't want to do it anymore. Um, if I don't expect them to do something perfectly and just let them learn through the process, um, afterwards they you can see the big smile on their face. They're so rewarded by doing it themselves. So just be patient. Um, don't expect perfection. But you, but like what Neil says, it will pay dividends in the end because they only learn by doing and they only will get better by doing it more. So, And they get so much satisfaction out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, here here's a, a little nugget. If you have a picky child, and and we've food picky with meals, picky right? with meals, picky with food. Um, <clears throat> first of all, evaluate yourself. Are you picky? Are you 
demanding? Are you, oh, I don't eat that. Oh, uh, no, uh, I don't like that. Um, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Cause if you are, then there's your, there's your answer. Kudos to you. You've made a picky child. <laughs> but, um, if you, uh, actually genuinely want to change that, A, stop being picky yourself, but B, start making food together with your kids. Yeah. With your kids, let them own a portion of it, whether that's even just, you know, mixing, you know, something together, you don't have to let them, you know, chop and cook and all that stuff, but let them do the mixing of things. You know, if you're making the pancakes, let them just pour in the milk. Let them just scoop in the flour. They don't have to whisk it all. They love to all. crack the eggs. They love to crack eggs. It's a big old mess, but they love to do that. And let them participate in something in one way or another, and that will give them the ownership and the pride mm-hmm. and the satisfaction of, you know, being of service. You know, that's one of the one of the biggest tips to happiness in life and gifting them independence Mm -hmm. because a a girlfriend of and i were talking yesterday about our children and i don't know how we got on the subject but i basically told her i said you know the biggest gift we can give to our kids is the gift of independence you know we want to do everything for them and you're basically you know given this child you give birth this child that is completely dependent on you for everything to move them, to change them, to feed them. I mean, they will literally not survive without your care, completely dependent. And as they grow, it's a parent's job. They're, they're the child's guy. They're the, guy, the child's teacher. And slowly over time, you wean them off of depending on you. I think a lot of parents don't really ever wean them, their children off of, off of them, right? Uh, off of depending on their parents for a lot of things i don't know i I think there's i think there's a uh a contrary um component to that of there's a really high percentage of parents that send their kid off to daycare so that 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 child's learning right away that they you know are are not dependent on their parents that's not the kind that's not what i'm talking about though what i'm talking about is wean them off of you by by guiding them and teaching them to do things themselves. Yeah. Not by just shoving them onto someone else. Right. We are their teachers. We are their guides through life. Mm-hmm. And they come into this world completely helpless. And before we leave this world, we want to make sure that our kids can do everything themselves. You know? Yeah. So, no, that doesn't mean shove but, them off to boarding school and let someone else take care no, of their kids. No, but I'm, I, what I'm saying is there's a lot of parents that do that. I'm not saying there are some parents that do that. Yeah, I I would bet if you looked at the stats. Sorry, folks, I don't have the stat for you right now. (laughs) But if you looked at the statistics, I would bet there's a large percentage percentage of children that go to daycare, which is immediately the parent not taking responsibility for teaching that child. Well, let's just say life is you know living, especially where we live, is extremely expensive. So I do understand why there has to be two in uh two income households we are an exception we have definitely learned to go without a lot of things so we can have me home with the kids and that is has been the greatest gift of my life is to be able to be home with my children Um, i didn't have that growing up but we do have to respect that that's some people's choices you know no, then that's it. Like, it's a choice. It's a choice if you choose to sacrifice, you know, all of the things that come with having extra money 
yeah. to be there to raise your own kids. So that's that's it's all just choice. But what I'm saying is, mm. I don't I don't think there's a, a a large percentage of parents out there who, um, <clears throat> you know, are. Actually, I'll take that back. I'll 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 take that back. I would bet that by sending their child off to daycare, it makes them want to do more for them when they're around, potentially. I think that's really, that's actually hitting the nail on the head. It's the guilt factor. I had two parents that worked, and I barely ever saw them. But when I did see them, I mean, we got whatever we wanted. And I know my mother had has admitted to me multiple times that it's almost like an apology. It's an I'm sorry. And it's a, I'm going to make this t- this moment, I'm going to make you happy when I'm with you, which mm. is not very much. I'm going to make, it's, it was, it's an apology. It's a gift. It's, I'm going to make you happy when you're with me, mm. you know, because that time is so, so little. Interesting. And that's a, that's absolutely. A sca- that's what it was. And that's a scary For one me. too. That's a scary one too, is, uh, trying to make your kids happy. You cannot make your children happy. I have learned that too. And that, you know, a lot of that, you know, what you're saying, it's uh, both Niels and I have um, interesting backgrounds, right? You had a single mom who, and I had a mom who worked a lot. But anyway, going back to him, I want to actually hear what you were going to say. Okay. So (laughs) the idea of making your kids happy is completely like, uh ego egotistical or egocentric the the fact that we think we make uh, like them happy like they get to choose their own happiness like they they make their own happiness and that this goes back to sky our our, our youngest son, our oldest son helping out and being of service mm-hmm. and that's one of the easiest ways to make yourself happy is by giving, by being of service, that generates a uh, hor- are, uh, the the feelings of like gratitude and um, and happiness, and that's something. I forget the book that we we read. I read a book. Uh, maybe it was Ten Percent Happier or something along those lines. But it talks about the you know, dopamine response that we get from say, you know, social media or our cell phones or, you know, getting a text or what have you, but that or a like <laughs> or a like, yeah, whatever that is. And that gives you this, uh, experience of, you know, some, some instant like approval or joy, but it's different than the experience that you get of gratitude from being of service. And that's the true happiness. It lasts longer. Yeah. And that's like the serotonin release versus the dopamine re- dopamine release. Dopamine is just a quick little yeah. quick little it's shot like and drug. then it wears off and the the uh So going back to giving your kids <clears throat> the time of day and the opportunity and the um patience and having the patience to give them those experiences that will let them feel that type of happiness mm-hmm. versus the happiness you get from a gift that you, that you receive because that only lasts just for a short time exactly and so curating that in your daily environment by giving yourself you know five extra minutes for you know a task that those children can participate in is 
a foundation for a, a sustainable, happy existence or happy experience for those kids as they grow up. And there are going to be things that they don't want to do that they still have to do anyway. But when they say, hey, can I help you? Um, try to reprogram yourself to not just shut them down right away because you want to do it your way, get it done quickly and get it done perfect. And think about giving yourself that extra allotted time to do something with your child. So, and maybe even just, you know, try new things. Maybe, maybe you don't, you know, maybe you don't do your own laundry. Maybe you don't, you know, make your own meals very often, you know, but it's something to make it an experience, you know, set out to, to actually do something like that and, you know, see if you can get your, your children to participate in it. Um, you know, it's not something that you have to uh, have been doing all the time. It's something that you can, you can start that habit and you can, uh, even if it's a, a scheduled, you know, thing, but just letting them kind of get to participate in some of those things. It's also a great way to bond and get to know your child better. Mm. Um, to find out what kind of things interest them, you know, when um, just sitting there and cooking with my children and having conversations, they're always asking me questions while we're doing things. Those are really, really great moments to bond and to connect with them and ask, ask them questions. They're super open and honest with me during those moments. Those are great times to just see what's going on in their head and ask them how life is. How, when's the last time you asked your kid, you know, how, how are things going and actually had a conversation about it mm. when it wasn't in, you know, in passing? When did you actually have that? Or non-related to school. Right. Non-related, just about life. Or when did you just talk about random things like, I don't know, what, what's the last thing we talked about? Art, we talk about. Um, friendship, we talk about. What do we talk about? Music, we talk about. Dancing, we talk about. Just the things that we love, things that we don't love as well. When I lo I love it in you know making something to eat with the kids and and when they for instance like making pancakes you know the sky will be or even rain you know will be like oh we should add um, some cinnamon or we should add some sky said let's add the gold the other day oh there you go dad can, or mom can we add the gold I said yeah sure yeah he was so proud of himself. Shameless plug, Organifi Gold is amazing. <laughs> it's good. It's good in everything. It tastes like... Uh, and our and our five-year-old son asked to put it in the pancakes, so we put yeah, it in the pancakes. It's like a vanilla latte that's packed with superfoods, and it makes everything taste delicious as yeah. well as healthier. It's so good. And it's a turmeric latte. Absolutely awesome. It's like a marshmallow drink. It tasting. tastes like fall and autumn and marshmallows got together, had a baby, yeah. and you get to drink it with warm almond milk, and it changes your life. Oh, it's so good. But Sky wanted to put that in there, yeah. Yeah, that's and that's fun. That's like he Letting is being creative and knows things that he likes the flavor of. He's like, oh, well, what will this taste like You in know, there? It's, it's funny. I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. But what's funny when you said that was the other day I was talking to him and, and he said, Mommy, can I, can I pour the batter in the pancake? And I said, yeah. And I said, well, why do you want to do, do that? He said, Mom, I just want to be creative with my pancake art. I was like, okay. And he sat there and he was creative and he he had something that he named a, a rhino a rhino with a human on top of it. But anyway, 
Going yeah, back and, to that, that. and that's that's uh, he's using his imagination. He's so proud of himself. That's great. And also talking about that, about letting him pour the batter in, and also letting him flip the pancakes. Mm-hmm. That was something that you uh, were able to circumvent him burning himself. Burning himself. We did have that discussion. Yeah, I uh, I told Niels the other day that uh, we were talking about about Sky again. And because he's five, so he's, you know, going through a lot of changes right now. He's about to go into school. So he's uh, about to go into not the real world, but the school world. So things are changing quicker. He's he's going from, you know, being a little kid at home to, to stepping out with other people. But anyway, um, we were talking about how he gets frustrated when he makes pancakes with me because it's a regular thing. And he kind of shuts down the second he gets burned. He's He almost gets angry with the, the pan <laughs> and himself. Um, so, and I, I never want him to, to, you know, beat himself up or to get angry and shut down and then not do something. So I talked to Niels about it and we had a little conference and I said, what's your idea? Cause I'm out of ideas. What do you think I should do to help him get through the process and come out successful? And your advice was, uh, I told you to ask him his plan. Right. Ahead of time. Ahead of time. Think about what you're going to do. What has happened before? Where are the opportunities that you're going to potentially make a mistake? And had him think about that. And tell me what not he was going to do. Not tell him, how are you going to prevent yourself from getting burned this right. time? Tell me what you're going to do. Tell me what your strategy. How you're going to do it. Of how you're going to do it. Right. And how you're going to... What What challenges may you experience what might happen and giving him that opportunity to create the foresight and and really think about maybe what happened last time maybe looking at everything he's going to be using and how that's going to work out but those little questions were able to have him stop and slow down and think before Mm mm-hmm which I think um, kids don't think about things before they do them. That's just how their mind works. They just do, and they think afterwards. That's how they learn most of the time. They operate in the present moment. They don't have that before and after quite as much. So our job as parents is to have them stop and think about things before. And I don't think he ever thought about thinking before he did something because he just does. You know, he's five. He just does it. And then he learns afterwards. So he told me, Mom, I'm going to do it this way. And this is how I'm going to put my arm. And, I'm, and you know, he showed me and I said, you're going to keep your arm away from the hot part. And he said, yeah, Mom. And you know what? He slowed down. He thought about it. He coached himself beforehand and he did not burn himself. I mean, it's just a little tiny non- nonstick skillet anyway. It's not like it's over open flame. but But anyway, he was successful because he slowed down. He thought about it. And thought about the process, and he came out Successful. victorious. So it gave that it, that's another way that he, you know, builds the confidence, gets the joy, experiences the happiness, and ultimately feels successful. Right, coaching them before has been really successful with our children. Just reminding them of what I don't know what, not exactly about what's expected, but. Getting them just thinking... Prepped before something. Thinking strategically about how 
they plan to do something and what potentially could they have to overcome or getting their mindset ready before we do something as well pulling them right into it just slowing them down and having them thinking before instead of just falling into something and just figuring it out as they go and that's, that's that's important too. But. That's a huge. I mean, just thinking about something before you do it, obviously, you know, is, For is us, super important. Yeah. But you know, going back to like what we had to do with Sunny, um, she's now our seven-year-old. You know, she was struggling paying attention in class, and she had kept getting little write-ups every time she would come home from school, saying, you know, Sunny's being disruptive, not paying attention, this, that, and the other thing. And we know Sunny. Sunny is super brilliant and brilliant. And she, I, I told, you know, she's probably, you know, kind of bored and needs to be reminded. Well, this was halfway through last school year and halfway through the year, we started, we created a mantra for her and we gave her, gave her the foresight, if you will, or the opportunity to speak into existence what she wanted to happen for that day. So every day she would go through her little mantra and she said my name is sunny i am confident i will follow what the teacher's directions are i will stand uh, in my in line one in straight line i will raise my hand when i want to speak um and on and on and on yeah there was eight or ten and then and then we did actually um celebrate we had a celebration do you remember yeah when she came home without any checks we yeah i think we um niels told her if she came home Every week they get it basically a report, and she came home I think maybe a month with with no report. So we took her out and rewarded her with that, and that has made I think a memory or a mark on her forever. She has since never since had a check. Nope, it's gone. It's never happened. And we do we do the mantra every single day. Each kid has their own mantra. You know things that they want to work on, um, weak areas as well as areas of strength, you know, I am confident, I am smart, I am strong, but then also pointing out things that they should work on, you know, I will participate in class, I will raise my hand when I want to speak. So that has been really, yeah, teaching our kids to think ahead of time, but kids just don't. I don't think we ever realized that and that that was something that we had to teach. And then Niels came up with that brilliant idea of the mantra. So it's a life changer. Try it with your kids. Try it with yourself. Try, Try it with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're never too old. Yeah. It's uh, one of the most powerful, you know, tools is, you know, getting your self-talk right and building yourself up. That so much of, so much of your, yourself reflects in your children. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, if you guys are familiar with Simon Sinek, he uh, has a, a very amazing uh couple of books and he has a good uh instagram channel and he's got a lot of great youtube videos Mm -hmm. and he's um one of the best uh speakers on leadership and he talks about how your kids will learn two things from you no matter what whether you try to teach them it or not they will 100 percent learn two things they will learn how to treat themselves and how to treat other people directly related to how you treat yourself and you treat your other people. And I thought that was pretty amazing and really eye-opening to the uh, parenting paradigm. So are you basically telling me... 
kids who are not so nice have parents that are not so nice to other two people? They're learning that from their parents? That's a really good possibility. I could I could make that phrase a little more colorful, but I'm yeah. going to choose to, so to keep the profanity so out. So basically, <laughs> if your parents or you know whichever parent you follow after your mom or your dad is a D-bag. Yeah, I was going to say douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably where the kid learns it at. And everyone knows that we've... We know one or two people like that. And and we, Niels and I, we get a lot of compliments from people that say, gosh, your kids are just so sweet. Your kids are so kind. And I am proud. I think that reflects on us. You and I have always been, um, I want to say we're nice people. We're kind people. We treat everybody equally. And we're people. We're, um, we're very personable. So, And the other side of that is they are also very um driven like they they go after what they want they don't they don't get pushed over they're very assertive still they yeah no one can no one can uh can push them around that's for sure i i think they our ladies don't get pushed around and i get yeah. i get a lot of compliments from older women and family members and other moms saying gosh they really stand their ground they have a backbone no one can, you know, push them around. So, and they stand up for what's right. Always. Uh, yeah. I, I, I am so proud of them for that. So. Well, and I think that's uh, another reflection of the fact that we involve them, which lets them build confidence and working on the positive affirmation, if you will, or um, giving them positive feedback from when they do things the right way and letting them and that learn. builds self-confidence yeah. which is why they don't let people push them around because they're confident yeah when you do things for yourself you become more confident right you don't and you don't let people take advantage of you mm -hmm. and that's i think how people get into that situation of letting people take advantage of them there's no self-love there so work on that love yourself your kids will see that and that will directly affect them they'll become confident people as well if they see you practice that yeah and the component to really take away is slow down mm -hmm. involve your kids mm -hmm. ask them to tell you what they're going to do and what challenges may they come up with before what, you do something before you do something before they do something before they yeah before they do it um ask them these questions Involve them, have a little bit of patience, and speak into them by, you know, positive affirmation or creating a mantra have, and having them... Say those words out loud. Have them say it out loud, have them talk to themselves positively, and it, that whole thing compounds into building awesome humans mm -hmm. that are great additions to your community or your mm -hmm. family or the world in general. Mm -hmm. Well, it has been amazing getting to dive into this conversation. I always love when we get to talk about mm -hmm. um, little, you know, victories and, and opportunities to improve as parents. Right. I'm glad we get to share it with you too. Yeah. Thank you guys all for joining. Thanks today. for hanging out with us. You got to land here. And now and there's an amber, amber alert, alert so, we, so we gotta go. Ah.
All right. Like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. If you have any parenting questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we love to answer those questions and um, give us a, a thumbs up, a review um, on whatever platform you're listening on, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, whatever that may be. And Catch you in the next one. Catch you on the next one. Stay strong and be positive. Mm-hmm. All right. Good night. Good night.